One of the NFL's greatest is stepping away. And no, we're not talking about Tom Brady. But speaking of Tom Brady, could he end up in New Orleans with Sean Payton plus quarterback disaster in Denver? Can you fix Russell Wilson? And does Miami still need its quarterback of the future? You are locked on NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Hi again, everyone, and welcome into another edition of Locked On NFL. I'm James Erpine. He is Tony Wiggins. We are locked. We are loaded. And we're going to dive into a bunch of quarterback talk led by a guy in J.J. Watt who absolutely demolished quarterbacks during his tenure in the NFL. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. Have you ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your football franchise? This game is definitely for you. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up on the App Store. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise with promo code LOCKED ON, all capitals LOCKED ON in the game. And let's dive on in, Tony Wiggins, because J.J. Watt has been in the game. He's been around the game. He's dominated the game for quite some time. Heck, uh, last we saw of of J.J. Watt, he was playing at a a really high level, I thought, uh, the other night. And he revealed on Tuesday that that was his final home game in the NFL. And he is retiring at the end of the season. One of the NFL's best, if you ask me, Hall of Famer right away. Get his, get the, the bust ready. Uh, what was your reaction when you saw the news about J.J. Watt and, and just his legacy that he leaves behind now that he's retiring? Glad he's going out on his own terms and he can still play. But no it, doubt, it's a, it's a situation where he's like, you know what? It's time. I think having the baby makes him want to do something. You know, I think that pulls him a different way. And this just goes to show you people, it's no right or wrong. Folks are just yoked differently. Tom Brady can't wait to keep playing. This guy gets his first kid and like, I'm done. You know, so I can totally get both sides of that. But uh, first Hall of Famer with a bullet, it depends if they put him in as a tackle or an end. If they put him as a tackle, I think he'll only be the sixth uh, first ballot defensive tackle to go in. And I think that's significant. Where do I rank him? One of the best I've seen uh, probably in the last it's hard to say 25 years because of Ray Lewis and Ed Reed. Uh, but he's right there with Von Miller as uh, the two best that we've seen in the last 15 years, definitely uh, defensively. And uh, a lot of memories from him in the AFC South tournament and Jacksonville quarterbacks. Uh, I gave him the nickname super freak. My wife, we were sitting in like the third row back behind the Texans bench once. And she says, who's that dude with these long arms? I said, that is a super freak. <laughs> and she went out and saw within the first five minutes of the game why I called him that. But tremendous uh, football player comes from a tremendous family. And all you can do is wish a guy the best when he goes out on his own terms. I heard Ryan Clark today. And I quote Ryan Clark a lot because I really like his opinion. He said he can still play and it's shocking, but maybe he's the Watt, and I'm paraphrased that Watt is the only guy that knows what it takes for him to get ready to play every week. And if it's just too much, it's just time to go and figure out a way to do something else. I'm sure he'll get a gig in TV if he wants it because he's good at that. Stuff. He's good at that stuff. 
No doubt. I, I think that that's where he, he could walk in and, and make an impact there, and we'll see. I'm sure he's going to be a hot commodity. I've uh, experienced my fair share of, of covering games, paying attention to games that, that J.J. Watt wrecked. And early in his career, he made himself very comfortable with Andy Dalton in the playoffs. The pick six in the playoffs was such a game changer. Texans, Bengals, uh, way back in 2011, I believe it was, 2011, 2012. They played back-to-back years. And then in 2015, the Bengals were 8-0, and they lose to J.J. Watt and company on uh, on Thursday night football and, and snap their, their undefeated record. So he's uh, he's been a guy that's made an impact. And the thing that that I hate for him, and going out on your own terms is great, but he was never a part of that type of team. Yep. Like some good Houston teams, never great, never, oh, man, they're going to go to the Super Bowl. Arizona was okay last year and, and had a chance but kind of fizzled out at the end. And obviously this year we know it's been a struggle. That's the part that stinks in, in my end is you don't get to see that. Like I, I almost want Arizona to cut him today so he can go latch on and go play. And I know it wouldn't mean the same, wouldn't feel the same, but uh, that's the only thing that, that his legacy is missing because it's got everything else. Interceptions, forced fumbles, sacks, tackles, um, certainly uh, all of the, the charisma and, in uh, tweets and off the field, by the way, really good off the field. I mean, what's not the like touchdowns, by the way, he, he was a c- catching passes, uh, you know, back in his athletic prime too. the Texans used him that way. So yeah, he, he's got a pretty, pretty high end legacy. No doubt. It's wild that we had him and Gronk at the same time on different sides of the ball, because it's almost yeah. like it was the same dude, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's that's the, a good it's point. The, it's the high school meathead playful, really all he does is think about football. It's sort of the same thing. So I, I was thinking this, and I talked about this maybe a couple of years ago, about brothers. Mm. Really good brother duos, right? And I'm going to age myself, but I go back to Jack and Jim Youngblood. And then you think about the Mannings. I always thought the Sharp brothers, because I believe Sterling should be in the Hall of Fame. I always yep. thought the Sharp brothers were the two best I ever saw. I don't know, man. Watt and Watt going to give them a run for their money, because I think both of them are first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, it's uh, that's tough. Who's the better Watt? Real quick, who's the better Watt? I'm gonna still give it to the older brother, but the younger brother is close. But the younger brother is close. And, and the it's reason close. why I say, reason why I say that, as good as the younger Watt is now, I still don't think this version of him is better than any version. And I hate to do this on a day like today, but I, I, I still think we forget how good his brother was. For that three JJ. year run, yeah, JJ we, was. Oh my yes. god, it's un, they they were talking a lot. Lawrence Taylor and Reggie White type good. I mean, it was like what you seen yep. if Aaron Donald do the last four years. That's what JJ Watt did for like a three year run also, and uh, he he's right there at that table with Reggie White, Bruce Smith, and Aaron Donald in terms of and you know Mean Joe Green and those dudes. In my opinion, he he earned a seat at that table, so it's real hard for me to say somebody's better than him. Yeah, congratulations to to JJ Watt and his family. I know he's excited. He has a newborn, and so that's uh, he's going to enter another chapter. That's a really exciting time. Up next, let's switch gears a little bit and talk about a guy that, well, doesn't plan on retiring, even though he's away from the game right now. Sean Payton and another guy who a lot of people expect to retire, and Tom Brady. Could they join forces? We'll talk about that next. But I'm really geeked by our new partner and today's sponsor. Uh, Ultimate GM. Ultimate GM is an awesome, awesome 
uh, game that I've used in, you got to download the app because if, if you've dreamt of being an NFL GM, this is the app for you. And we all have, right? We've all thought like, man, I could do that. Heck, I bet you there are some Cardinals fans right now thinking like, I could do what Steve Kine did and do it at a better level and find ways to hire the right coaches, draft the right players, trade players, make picks, all of those things. But you can do all of those things with this game, Ultimate GM. Locked on NFL listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when they use the promo Locked On. Make sure you use it in all capitals. Locked On in the game store. That's Locked On. It's ultimate-gm.com or use Ultimate GM in the app store. So check it out today, become a GM and see if you can kick our tail. Cause Tony and I both have the game as well. Again, just visit ultimate dash GM.com or look it up in the app store. That's ultimate dash GM.com. Start your dynasty today. And remember to use that promo code locked on. All right. Well, thank you for making us your first listen here on locked on NFL, James Rapine, along with Tony Wiggins in a subject that, I am a little bit tired of, but I think we have to talk about it because it's news. Where will Sean Payton coach? Will he go back home and will he bring Tom Brady? Will they finally do what everybody thought they were trying to do in Miami a couple of years ago? Um, I wanted to see Payton somewhere else. I'll just give you my spin on it. I wanted to see Payton somewhere else. And as bad as everyone is saying Brady's playing, Brady has like 4,200 yards with 21 touchdowns and nine interceptions. Anybody will want those stats. And I do know that when you watch him play, it, it doesn't look quite the same. But come on, man. He he is not bringing the team down uh, just because he, he he's not himself. And he's getting a little bit older. But um, it'd be nice to see those two. I mean, it'd be another feather in the cap of, Sean, uh, of, of Tom Brady if he was able to win with yet another Hall of Fame coach. But yet mm-hmm. still, Bill Belichick can't find a quarterback to win with. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And the reason this came up is because Pro Football Talk came out with a report and uh, about this. He said, while the possibility of, of Brady to New Orleans or anywhere remains a complete and total unknown, there's growing school of thought in league circles that Sean Payton will return to the Saints if he coaches in 2023. Now, it makes some sense because with the Chargers clinching a playoff spot, it looks like that there's going to be there isn't going to be a, a coaching change there with State. Staley and so Denver do you want to go there with Russell Wilson we'll talk about Wilson in a second doesn't seem like that's somewhere Sean Payton would want to go Carolina I don't see it it might just be a matter of destination Arizona and if you're and if you're yeah Arizona do do you want to do that though Kyler Murray big contract coming off of an ACL do you want to be locked into a guy I I don't know maybe he does or do you come back with the handshake agreement with Tom Brady that's a pretty good roster. Tom Brady's always struggled against the Saints. He beat him this year, but can't beat him, join him. And uh, I, I will say this. Tom Brady, even now, and at 46 next year, is better than what they have in Andy Dalton and Jameis Winston. Yeah. I, I, I think that's fair to say. In a dome, eight games. And uh, when you count Atlanta, it's nine. Mm-hmm. And then the other game on the road at Tampa, that's 10. A minimum of 10 games inside or with great weather for a 46-year-old guy. There's something to think about. It's definitely something yeah. to ponder. Um, it's, it's it's almost with me like when are we, when are we gonna when are we gonna get past the the and I'm not blaming the story or us for doing it. I'm just talking about them. Let those two guys. And the fact that this leaks out a little bit, 
it starts to chip away, not really at his greatness, but it makes me wonder about some of the things that I thought about Brady, that he was so myopically for, uh, focused on things. Well, they said that when he was in New England making a playoff run, he was thinking about other stuff. And then he was with Tampa. He was thinking about going to Miami while they were in the middle of a run. And now they're trying to make the playoffs. And if this is true, then that means that at some point somebody's had a discussion somewhere and it can't just all be speculation that he's now plotting something else. It's one thing to think ahead, but in sports, especially when you give guys like Tom Brady credit for their focus, Mm-hmm. It's just hard for me to continue to hear about all of these things that point to a lack of focus when it comes to him and not paying attention to what's on his table right in front of him. Yeah, I, that's a good point. And what I would say is in New England, I think it there was a lot of buildup and he was in the same place for a long time. And he probably knew that they didn't have what it took to, to make that type of run. Um, and, and I think this year would be that too. Last year, I, I could have seen it. In fact, Heck, if, if they don't blow coverage late against the Rams, you might have seen them make another Super Bowl run because they right. might have gotten out of there and completed that comeback, and who knows. But this year, could you could you see it? I, I still never like counting Brady out, but it's tough. I mean, it's ugly ugly to watch, you know, and, and who knows? Maybe they do figure it out, but it, it would not shock me. I, I If I had to bet right now, I'd say he plays next year. Would, would you? I think he plays next year somewhere. I think he's going to try. I, and, and ideally for him, in his head, I think he thinks San Francisco. I don't know if the 49ers are going to want him. Yeah, I, I don't either. And the the one thing about this whole situation with him in Tampa this year that does rub me the wrong way again is when this when everything worked and folks were talking about giving Byron Leftwich a job, they're like, it's Brady's offense, right? Get left with the job. This Tom Brady, Tom Brady's calling what he called in New England. It's, it's Tom Brady. He's doing this. As soon as it goes bad, it's all Byron's fault. So yeah. I, I, I have a real problem with that too, and that's why I don't mind the guys on TV saying it's him that's dragging the team down. But then you look at the numbers, and I know we can't just go by stats, but you look at the numbers, it's, it says otherwise because it's statistically he's still one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. I think it's all of them. I think they all suck right now, to be honest with you, when it comes to the Buccaneers. I think Todd Bowles stinks. I think Byron Leftwich stinks. And I think Brady is stunk. Yep. I, he, he's afraid to get hit now. He, they're only good when they're doing hurry up late in the game. All right, well, then start with hurry up, if that's the key. And I don't think it's that simple, of course, even though some do. It's, it's a whole bunch of things. Here's what I know. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Russell Gage, Julio Jones – Cade Otten, and I know Otten isn't in the same class as those other guys. They're still guys. Mm-hmm. Like, even if Evans has lost half a step, he's still Mike Evans. Even right. if Godwin isn't the Godwin we remember pre-ACL, he's still Chris Godwin. Mm-hmm. And I, just watching the game the other night, I, I thought Brady was locked in at times on guys when, when other guys were open. And, and so he's got as much to work on as anybody. And, yeah, that, that whole team is frustrating because I look at it, and it's the same dudes. And they just they can't figure it out, and that's why they're where they're at. Which heck, if they beat the Panthers this weekend, they're going to win the NFC South. So wild times there. Definitely wild times. Uh, up next, we'll uh, switch gear, switch gears again, and go to Brady's former teammate, Jimmy Garoppolo. Where could Jimmy G land? And also Russell Wilson. Can Russell Wilson be fixed? Because someone in Denver, i.e. the owner, thinks he can be. We'll dive into both of those topics next right here 
on Lockdown NFL. This episode is brought to you by Audible. Audible is releasing a slate of new football podcasts that we're sure you're going to love. That's why you'll be able to find an episode from The League available as a bonus episode on Locked On NFL. Narrated by Super Bowl champion and legendary smack talker Richard Sherman, Crabtree, and sports broadcaster and rising star Taylor Rooks, one of my favorites. The League is an eight-part docuseries about the most bizarre, inspirational, and unlikely stories connected to America's favorite sport, pro football. You won't want to miss these untold stories spanning from the 1940s through the present. Our bonus episode is called The We of the Cowboy, and it is the incredible story of how the Dallas Cowboys in 1977 brought in Bruce Lee's protege to teach their defense martial arts, ushering in a new approach to the way the league trained. Each story offers equal parts history, entertainment, and social commentary. Head over to Locked On NFL for a bonus episode of The League or catch the full series wherever you get your podcasts available now. Audible, get in the game. Tony, let's keep things rolling with uh, Russell Wilson, who's been about as underwhelming as underwhelming can be this season. Let's ride. Let me ask you this, because the Broncos are stuck due to that contract with riding with Wilson now, and he's going to be the quarterback next year. Do you think firing Hackett, bringing in a new head coach, that he can be fixed the way Broncos ownership says that he can be fixed? I do not. I don't see uh, those problems that he's having when I'm watching the game. Those aren't the problems that you attribute to who is standing on the sideline. What I see is a guy who looks cooked, a guy who looks out of his element, totally in an unfamiliar territory, and who was probably protected by the system that he was comfortable with in Seattle. I also see a guy that when he gets hit and he's on the ground, his teammates don't help him up. So I don't think a new coach can fix that part of it. You've never seen a veteran get talked back to and have to have a defensive lineman pulled away from him the way uh, Russ did. You've never seen or heard stories of guys trying to motivate people and it's coming across that they're receiving it as a bit shallow and uh, sort of concocted and phony. One thing you can get back, man, is how you play. The thing I don't think you can get back is the respect of a bunch of veterans on that football team who probably want him to just leave too. Yeah. 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 I think it's going to be a tough job, and it's going to be interesting to see how attractive this job is for uh, incoming head coaches. Because one, you're you're locking yourself to, to Russell Wilson, which is one thing. The other, you're not reporting to George Payton, according to reports. Mm. Which, if that's the case, and you're reporting directly to ownership, well, guess what? That means that you could see a GM uh, turnover in another year if things don't f- fix itself. I saw how that and, works. I saw how that worked here with Doug Marone and it's Dave tough, man. It does not work yeah. when there's no chain of command. It's impossible. Yep. And so that, to me, it's a very shaky situation. Now, most coaches are going to take it regardless. But that's why you're not getting the Sean Paytons of the world, right? There are very few coaches that could turn down head coaching jobs. He's one of them. And a lot of the big fish, I, I think, will look elsewhere. Because why would you do that when it already feels kind of icky and like it's going to be set up to fail? Unless you can rehabilitate Russell Wilson, which what's the best you're getting out of Russell Wilson? Because I think he could be fixed into an average quarterback. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But 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 what is that getting you? That that ain't getting you nothing. 
Not, not yeah, in that not. division. And, and that's the problem. And one thing you don't see him doing that he did in Seattle, he doesn't even throw the ball deep anymore. No. Russ, Russ used to fire no the deep, ball down no over the middle. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. And uh, I saw a play, I saw highlights of a play where Cortland Sutton thought he was open. And when Russ oh. didn't throw it to him, he jumped up and down in his body language. That's just a total disrespect and a total, total lack of respect for a guy who was a former MVP and a Super Bowl winner. And I don't know if you could get back. Um, something else is going on down in Miami, man, with Tua having another concussion in the protocol. No. And then them being on a little bit of a losing streak and the and the, the luster sort of wearing off of him. The question is, is does Miami have their quarterback of the future? If they falter down the stretch and don't make the playoffs after being positioned to make it with those weapons that they have, there's going to start being some chatter that maybe Brian Flores was right because everybody gave Brian Flores grief about five or six weeks ago when that kid was throwing the ball all over the place. Well, maybe, just maybe, because of his play combined with the fear of his concussion situation, that and that's a very serious one. I don't want to just look past that and poo-poo it. It just could be a situation where Miami is looking for a quarterback, and we got one for him already. <laughs> yeah, the, the the Jimmy G, right? J- Jimmy Garoppolo. Available. Familiarity. He could come yeah. in day one and run that offense. It's the same one. No doubt. Um, so first things first, Tua Tagovailoa. You know what he is? He's Jared Goff. That's what it is. Sounds Sean McVay. What, what, what did he do? Sean McVay got, went to the Rams and – Golf was a bust, and then oh, he got the most out of golf. And golf is so good, and golf is, and then you get to the the game where you need golf to carry you. And he and couldn't McVay do it. McVeigh said, "No, I, I get this now. I understand." So they go get Stafford. And, he, and golf golf was bad again this week when they needed it. There's a ceiling to his game, right? And not knocking golf, not knocking Tua. They were both high picks, so there's high expectations. He's a good quarterback. I think Tua is a good quarterback. Never going going to be great. And he has a ceiling. And that ceiling isn't where you would want want it to be if you're Miami. And so, heck, we just talked about Brady last segment. And there was all that speculation last year. Brady, Peyton, Miami. Just go to Miami now. Go to Miami this offseason. That's what you do. You, you get to throw to all these weapons. I mean, think about the weapons they have. You don't need to take a lot of money no. in Miami. You have this offensive mind. You have multiple backs. You could throw it deep to Tyreek. You could throw crossers to Tyreek. You got Jalen Waddle, who's this honestly awesome, super fast downfield threat that can also be a possession receiver and, mm-hmm. and catch, you know, 15 balls for nine yards a pop if you need him to play that type of role. Extremely versatile. I agree with you, by the way. Jimmy G probably more likely. But I, I think Brady, that's that should be a dark horse as well. Because guess what? I think he would love to have a little more structure around him than he has right now and and there's a certain looseness in tampa bay that i I don't think he loves that's why he he would love to go to shanahan Mm -hmm. if they pass on him maybe maybe you go the next best route and do the shanahan disciple route be very very uh be very very interesting to see what both of these teams do i'd rather be miami though with a guy i don't think can be a franchise quarterback but still have all of those attractive things to draw someone in then be yep. Russ Wilson and still owe him 200 and some odd million dollars knowing he can't play and uh, trying to give the, the job to whoever will take it. The decision to extend him, if you're George Payton, that should probably have already cost you your job. It should. Honestly. It just Because he had two years left. He had two years left. You so did not have, have to do it. On his deal. They did not have to do it. You did not have to do it. You could have took a look-see, as we called it, 
in uh, poker. It's called if nobody raises, even yeah. though you got a bad hand, just take a look at the next card. Something good might happen to you. Something good happens to you every time you listen to Locked On NFL, and something good can happen when you make Locked On Sports Today your second listen of the day. Peter Bukowski has a great 30-minute or less show where they go around the country and talk about the biggest stories in sports with the voice of local experts, and it is outstanding. Make sure you like and subscribe to it wherever you get your podcast. James, it's been fun, man. And uh, by this time next week, we should have a bigger and better idea of who's making the playoffs. And a return of our power rankings will come back as we head to the, to the stretch of the NFL season. For James Rapine and Tony Wiggins on Locked On NFL, take care of each other.